Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo. here with you on a Wednesday morning. Glad that you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Especially, speaking of that real quick before we, we dive right in, uh, one of, I know some guys of you have asked, yes, we have moved away from SoundCloud. We have gone to a new uploading system, uh, so the podcast is not available there any longer. Uh, it will still be available at other on other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, so on and so forth. So it... If unless you get your podcasts from SoundCloud, everywhere that you get podcasts from. I want to thank our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank a certain service member uh, in particular, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Stephen Sprawberry, approaching retirement and sent us. I, I don't quite know what it is. I Let's see what it says here on the back. It's a couple of, uh, of quotes here. But he sent us, I, I guess this is something from his regiment or something, a, a token. So very, very cool. Really appreciate that, it is Stephen. really cool. And it's one of those deals where... That's going to sit right here on the desk. Where every time you see it, just kind of... Yeah, something to remember. Because quite honestly, there are, there are days mm-hmm. in our job where I'm like, what kind of impact are we making on the world? There's one. I mean, you know, we're not out here curing diseases or anything, but I'd like to think that we'll we're providing... Boredom. Yeah, I'd like to think we're providing at the very least some entertainment or yeah. some normalcy or some... Yeah. Something. So, uh, so very cool, Stephen. Seeing that's pretty really cool. Really appreciate thank that. You, Stephen. Joel and I both got the uh, the same token here. It's very cool. Uh, want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. They got all sorts of stuff over there, man. I mean, they just got you taken care of there. I mean, whatever it is you're looking for to get through the day, you know you can get it at Strange Brew Coffeehouse. You need a, a quick jolt, a, a, a cool little boost. You got that if you. If you've been a good person and you decide to treat yourself with a little something from Strange Brew or from Churning Spoon, you got that. Whatever it is, the holiday season is in it's it's personified at Strange Brew Coffee House. They give, you receive, everybody's happy. There might be some Christmas music involved. You just don't ever know. Yeah, they say it's better to give than receive. It is. Uh, however, when you receive something from Strange Brew Coffee House or Churn and Spoon Ice Cream, you, you might very well disagree with the fact You're right. that uh you might it's do that. to give than receive. Our good friends at College Corner, the holiday season, man, there's only a couple days left. If you've got last-minute shopping to do for the Bulldog fan in your life, you need to head to College Corner right now. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. They're in Fridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Get in there right now. Pick out something. It's just easy. You know, if you've got an MSU fan in your life, you know a new polo, a new T-shirt, a new baseball cap, they're going to be happy with that. So they're making it easy for you at College Corner. Get over there right now. Do your last-minute shopping with them and get taken care of. Only a few days left in this cursed year that has been 2020. Let's make 2021 a lot better, not only for you personally, but professionally. Make sure your business is running the right way with a quick phone call with their good friends at Advantage Business Systems. Get them in touch with you. Let them come in and have a look at what you're doing technology-wise and see what they can do to fix you up with some new equipment, new information, newest new systems that makes your business more profitable than ever. 2021 can be the best year ever for your business when you put Advantage Business Systems to work for you. Call them today at 844-833-6245 
Visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. This is our last rumblings of the year. Well, no, I guess no, we'll, we'll have one more next yeah. week. It'll be delayed, though, because I'm off uh, Monday, Tuesday, so we'll do it on Wednesday. So it'll actually come out on New Year's Eve. Right. Well, we'll have to do a monster podcast for New Year's Eve because we'll need to be 3 peeing the uh, the game as well. Oh, yeah. Big day. Big day for us on the 30th. We've got a lot of work to do. We'll look ahead to that. Worry about that one. And we'll have SEC basketball that night. We can probably leave that for another day, though. Uh, and, of course, New Year's Eve is a Thursday, right? Yes. So we'll, we will have to record We'll record after uh, the game. We'll have a Friday New Year's Day podcast. Which will be easy because it's an 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah, no problems for us. So, Well, I mean, you say that. We do have a – I don't know if we're off on New Year's Eve or not for Sports Talk Mississippi. Oh, that's right. It'll go right into Sports Talk so we may have to do it that Well, night. I don't know that – New Year's Eve might be a day that we're off. But they might want to have the show that day because State's playing. So I don't know. You and I will figure it out when we get there. And we will let you all know as well. You'll have a podcast on Friday morning on New Year's Day. You will start 2021 with Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Just like you got through 2020, we're going to start you off right. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. There we go. All right, time to get in the rumblings. Brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I gave the gift of beef today to someone. Very good friend of mine. I gave her a couple of delicious ribeyes she was very excited to see when, when, I, when, when I you showed handed up, it to her did you say pleased to meet you no i, I had already met her oh, so. okay. well, uh, but M- i walked M-E-A- in and i had M-E-A-T. i had one of those no i get it okay i had one of those welcome home beef thermal bags and she just she was just like oh yes she was so excited because she knew what was in there i gave the gift of meat and you should do the same thing as well you still got time to do it get over to welcome home beef and pick out some steaks for the people you love or if you love yourself pick yourself out a steak Pick Santa Claus out of steak. Somebody needs to get a steak. It's this Christmas. You're going to have yourself a meaty little Christmas. Time's running out. Get over to Welcome Home Beef right now. Call them at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. This holiday season, don't just say deck the halls. Say this. It just tastes good. Let's jump right in to the rumblings. I I thought I had it already where we were supposed to start, but I guess I don't. Mm-mm-mm. You'd think after all these years you, podcasting, you would, you'd you have would, this thing figured you, out. You, you would think that. So there's where I made the comment about Lane Kiffin on the Twitter. And then, Lane hadn't retweeted me yet. That's just Tyler. I didn't. He, no, you? he didn't retweet me. I just, you know. But the guy he was right. making fun of in the Twitters the other day, he had an All-American honor today. So. He sure did. He sure did. All right. Will Frydenreich. 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 Uh... Do you see a playoff in Mississippi State's history? In their history? Or in their future? In the future, yes. What sport? Oh, I think he means football. No. 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 Don't see that happening anytime I mean, soon. Could happen? Sure. Probably going to happen. Do I see it? No. It would not be a safe bet to make to say yes. I agree. Could it happen? Like you said, yeah, it could, but... Yeah. Yeah, all you, the best indicator of the future is what? Past performance. And Mississippi State football has really only won, maybe you could make, really only once ever been in the conversation late. In they the were year. in the, the would the you say 98, late, 99. Were, 99, they were. Because when they were, when they were, I guess they were 8 0. Yeah. If they had beaten Alabama, they were going to win the West and, and probably have a chance. So you could only say, I mean, would you count 41? Are they. Well, they weren't in the national title discussion. Yeah. I so. mean,. So no. As you see in there. Twice, yeah. No, no the answer is no, Trey. No, 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 Will, I'm sorry. Trey Talmadge, I was looking ahead here. I'm having Mississippi pot roast on Christmas Eve. That's a fine choice. Mm. What are the best sides to go with it? I would say this. You think pot roast, what's the first thing you think? 
Pot roast? Yeah, what's the side? What's the first side that comes to mind? Like potatoes and carrots, that sort of thing. Well, I was thinking like mashed potatoes and gravy, right? Yeah, you okay. You can't really make gravy with the drippings from the pot roast, from the Mississippi pot roast. So if you want mashed potatoes and gravy, you're going to have to make gravy another way. Um, so I would say like roast potatoes is the way to go. You don't you don't want to put potatoes and carrots in on the on this either. So like some roast potatoes, maybe some green beans, a little bacon in them. Can't go wrong with any of there that. There you go. That's what I, that's how I would go, Trey. Charlie Morgan's got like a trivia question for us, and okay. it doesn't provide the answer. Okay. So we're just gonna have to do the best we can. All right. Off the top of your head, can you name all the schools in the Power Five? Which the name of the school is the city that the institution is in. Now Power Five. He used Tulsa as a, a There's a lot of group of five. There's Tulsa, Memphis, Houston, Cincinnati. Yeah. All right. I got three. I got three. So, uh, Syracuse? I w- that was not one of them. Okay. Then you've got one. I, maybe you got one I don't have. Syracuse? Auburn? I didn't have Auburn. All right. So. This is, we're doing good. Miami? That was one of them. Okay. What else do you have? Boston College. Boston College is good. Louisville. Louisville is good. Is there anyone we're missing? I can't think of Clemson. Yeah. Clemson is, is Clemson, South Carolina, yeah? Yeah. Uh there's no there's nobody in the SEC outside of Auburn, right? There's no. not. South Carolina, no. Florida, no, no, no. Everybody else is like a state. In the Big Twelve, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas Tech. Baylor is not in Baylor, Texas. It's in Waco, right? It's in Waco. Um Yeah, the Big Ten, Purdue is not in Purdue. Um the rest of them are all state. Or what? Rutgers is not in Rutgers. UCLA. UCLA. That's another one. Yeah, University of California, Los Angeles. That's good. That's it. Then that's got to be it. There can't be. If there's any more, there can't be many more. Yeah, we missed them. So, Charlie, let us know. uh, Tweet at us and let us know the answer. The Allegheny Boys Tennis Program. If Mike Leach came to either of our house on Christmas Day, how would you make him feel included? I'd pour him a drink. Glass of wine or something. I'd have to prepare beforehand. Yeah, I need to know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What would be the first thing you talked about? Because he probably wouldn't want to talk about football. No, no, I don't. I don't want to talk about. I don't football. want to talk about football. On Christmas Day? No, no. Well, that's work. Yeah. So let's just talk about you know, Mike. What'd you get for Christmas? Yeah. There you go. Start with, yeah. The same thing you talk about anybody. He, you know, he is a normal person. Yeah. You, know, you can have a regular conversation with him. And there's no telling where to go. Oh no. Also, Allegheny Boys Tennis, what team would you most like to see State play in a future bowl game? This is a very easy question for me. Notre Dame. Well, that's a good choice. I was going to say Clemson or Ohio State. because Oh, means, yeah, they're in the Because where are you? Yeah. Where are you if, you if you're going there? Alabama, for that matter. Alabama, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Shaw Life Forever. Okay. If we get some help in the secondary and Leach continues to run the ball when necessary like Saturday, I've got us at 9-3 and three next year. Losses to Bama and either A&M, Auburn, or LSU. I think we'll get one of those. Am I a homer or am I close to correct? There's a little homer in there. There's a little there. homer in there. Yeah. I'll be totally honest with you. I mean, everything's going to have to go perfectly right. Yeah. 9-3 and three is the ceiling. Feels like that's the ceiling next year. Yeah. So you're talking about you can't have anything go wrong. The American Dream. So three questions, Daddy. Don't have to answer them all. <laughs> if you had to bring back from any coach for the last thirty years, thirty years <laughs> to replace that current coach, who would it be? Any coach from the last thirty years. That's right, Daddy. To replace their current coach. So would any you, sport, Mississippi State? Am I getting Ron Polk at the peak of his powers? Am I getting like nineteen uh, nineteen eighty nine Ron Polk before he decided to go tilt windmills with the NCAA? I'm getting that guy. I mean, I like Lamonis, but 
You know, I'm going to take it. Do I want to get Richard Williams back or Rick Stansberry? Don't want Jackie back. That's, there's a lot of options here, but I think I know the answer. Go, Vic Schaefer. Oh yeah, no offense, Nikki. But I yeah. like Nikki, but Vic Schaefer was gonna had this team rolling. That is, yeah. So Vic Schaefer's my answer, Daddy. Another great Texan like the American Dream. Gosh, that is that. That's the answer because you know, you know, you just know, you know. Yeah. He also wants to know what did Jolie Dunn have against socks, Daddy. <laughs> I don't know. It's just this thing, man. I can't stand having shoes on or something without socks. Oh, I can't. I, I never go. I always have socks on. Yeah. I If I'm barefoot, I'm in the shower. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like... If I'm on the beach or something, of course, I'm not wearing socks with my sandals. Oh, yeah. That's different. Yeah, but... but uh, yeah, at home wearing, or something. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not exactly. Even if I'm like slipping on shoes to run out to the truck or something, like, I can't stand to not no, have socks. I gotta on have to. socks on. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the questions, American Dream. I always appreciate that. Uh, Justice Hodges. Why does Will Rogers look like Johnny Menzel when he scrambles? He, he looks he, like Johnny he just Menzel looks like in the him face. In general. Yeah. yeah, he looks like him in the face. He's got some Menzel in. But him. then you add in the maroon and white and the yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah, and he's the two. Yeah. You darn right. They look a lot alike. We'll, I, I, we'll see how that goes for. Gonna guess old Johnny football was a little faster. Probably a little faster. I'm gonna guess that uh, Will Rogers is a little more financially responsible. I think that's probably probably a, good, a safe bet. Yeah. Sarthak Sharma, rank your three most desirable bowl game locations: Hawaii, L.A., Miami are his three. Those are fine choices. Solid choices. <sighs> I would like New Orleans. Particularly if it's the, well, again, it's the Sugar Bowl is great, but I mean New Orleans is a fantastic city. Yeah. Las Vegas, and then what, what, Miami is great. Boca Raton, <laughs> not a great bowl, yeah, but I mean a great destination. Well, no, 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 I'm wrong. I'm wrong again. Bahamas, the Bahamas, the Bahamas bowl. bowl. Yeah, that's where we're going. I could revisit my honeymoon locale. Well, there you go. All right, Halloweezy wants to know, is Jaden Wally on the way to becoming State's greatest wide receiver if we can get him to stay three years total? Well, first of all, that's a low ceiling. I mean, who is State's greatest wide receiver? Is it Eric Moltz? Is it Chad Bumpus? Is it Fred Ross? These are not exactly, you know, household names outside of the Startville area. Moulds is probably decently close. Moulds is probably the most well-known outside of Starkville. Um. I think that All American honor, freshman All American honor that that Wally picked up on mm-hmm. on Tuesday. I think he was the first receiver to get a national award for state in forty years. Four, forty, forty. A national. So what, like David uh, Marty McDoyle. Uh, it was nineteen eighty. I'll have That's to go right. back it's and look. It's got to be Marty McDoyle. But, uh, I just want to point out, by the way, that my brain is so conditioned to to the world that that's around me. That when you said forty years ago, my first thought was the sixties. <laughs> nope, the, the forty years ago was the eighties. You old yeah. son of a gun. Hey, I was born in the eighties. I know, eighties too. Right. So, uh, I mean, you're setting the you're setting the bar really high, but also you're not setting it, it, it that high after all. I don't think it says it's here. Marty McDoyle. It's got to be from nineteen eighty. There's no there's nobody else. Yeah, it is. It is. He was an All American pick by Sporting News in nineteen eighty. All right. Yeah. And then he also wants to know what are Clark and Napier waiting on? Well, I think that we've learned, and obviously with Auburn, you know, they made their hire today. I think there were some stipulations being put on people there that they didn't want to deal with. Napier's got something specific in mind. It I think seems he wants like to move down it. the road. Just to LSU. To, to LSU or to Texas, one of the two. 
Well, if he's wanting LSU, just wait a minute. Just, yeah, he doesn't have to wait long, I don't think. Uh, Will Baston wants to know your Heisman vote. You can't tell that, right? Till it's I cannot. That is part of. Oh, I mean, I guess I could. I don't know if they're going to like charge my house with torches or anything, but you know, we might lose your vote. Yeah, the, the agreement to when you're a Heisman voter is you're not supposed to disclose your vote until, until after. after the ceremony. So after the ceremony, we will get Joel Coleman will probably tweet his his. I will. His I have every year. And one year, the the year. Oh gosh, because I voted for Kyler over uh yeah over two. I put two in second. Yeah, put, and vote because because to me, Kyler Murray was that team. Yeah. And so I, I just felt like it was more impressive and, and, and just all around Kyler Murray. But anyway, when I tweeted that one, the Bammers came calling for yeah. old Joel T. Yeah, well, that was a this that was year, a night. It feels like it's a little, a little bit easier, but I don't know. We'll see. I feel like the Bammers are going to be celebrating you, though. I just, I'll just make that guess. I'll say this. I had to think about it, whereas last year I did not. No, last year was super easy, I imagine. Lynn Gilmer. Does Spivey need to catch the ball with his hands rather than let his hitting, letting it hit his body first? Everybody needs to catch the ball with his hands. That's how you're supposed to catch the ball. Catch the ball with your hands. That's what you're taught from day one. I'm not even a receiver, and I know that. Yes. That's why when a receiver is good, people say, you know, they have good hands. Yeah. You know, they don't have good chest. They've got a soft gut. That's what that is. <laughs> uh, Matthew Anthony. Merry Christmas to you guys. Thank you, Matthew. First Thank one. You. Yeah. Uh, despite efforts from multiple schools, can we just safely say Billy Napier is 1,000% committed to Louisiana? We will respect his decision. I mean, right now, you could kind of make that. Yeah. He also wants to know who leaves the Magnolia State first, Lane or Zach Arnett. I mean, if both guys are here in 2022, that might be a little bit of an upset, to be totally honest with you. I wonder, what do you think Zach Arnett's next gig is? Head coach or D coordinator? I think he's another, he takes another step up as a D coordinator to, so. like a, to like a Texas or, or, or LSU or something like that. Not this year for LSU, but maybe next year when they have a new new coaching staff in place. Yeah, I, Lane. So Lane Kiffin, head coach of Texas, hires Zach Arnett. Oh. <laughs> Just a thought. What? Where's Lane been at longer than anywhere? What was his longest stop? Florida Atlantic. I think. Florida Atlantic, yeah. like three years. Yeah. Yeah, he moves around. How long was he at Bama? For I mean, it was an assistant, but uh, like was it three three seasons? Yeah. I think that's right. It's like his max. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. So, Russ Huddleston. The problem is for if you're a state fan, if Lane is gone in in, in two to three years, it means he's continuing to. Yeah, he's done well. He's done well in Oxford, but, which is probably bad for for you. At if the same state. time, I mean, if he goes, let's say they have a full season next year, and I think we will. If he's six and six next year, that could be enough to get him out where he didn't really do a whole ton of damage. So. Uh, Russ Huddleston, when is the proper time to take Christmas down Christmas decorations? Growing up, it was not uncommon for my mother to take them down the afternoon of Christmas Day. Hey, I'm, my mom's right there with you. Just, just get them, go and get them down, huh? Uh-huh. The Catholics, we believe that you take them down after the Epiphany. So you keep them up till January the 8th. That's a long time to leave yeah. the Christmas tree up, but we'll see. I, 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 I would... Christmas Day is a bit much, but if you took them down the day after Christmas, I wouldn't say anything to you. Yeah, my, my house is just whenever we can get to it. Yeah. All right, Justin Strawn wants to know. 6.03 a.m., by the way. Gut feeling who starts a quarterback in 2021. Will Rogers is your front runner. Uh, I, I agree with that, but it's, it's a wide-open competition. Yes, and I, man, I tell you, I talked to him today, actually. You can find uh, a little bit of this. 
Hopefully, I'll write it up tonight. So maybe uh, it may be Christmas Eve before I post. Uh, I'll probably post it on on uh, on Wednesday. So uh, mm-hmm. talk to Sawyer for about ten uh, minutes. Yeah. on on Tuesday and Sawyer Robertson and man, he just impresses me every time I talk to him. The, the, he is just such a mature head on his shoulders kid. He was. I was asking him, like, what goes through your mind when you sit there and watch Mississippi State play now? Like, when you're watching this offense, and he's like, I'm just diagnosing plays and, and things like that. And he talked about how familiar he is with the stuff he's seeing. And and that just, I don't know. He is a super talented, head-on-his-shoulders kid. Uh, I guess everybody's head's on their shoulders. But his is, seems to be screwed the right way up on right, his shoulders. Right, right. and. I think it is going to be a battle. And then, I mean, is Jack Abraham, I mean, a dark horse here? Like, could would it just floor you completely if Jack Abraham no. was the guy? No. Wouldn't be surprised at all, to be honest with you. So, it, it is going to be a battle. Here. All right. If Mississippi State had done to McKaylin Pounders what Ole Miss did to him, how would you two have approached that when discussing the type of move? I think I would have approached it the exact same way. Yeah, it's crap. It was crap. It was a dirty, dirty move. It shouldn't have happened. Um, last one from Justin here that we're going to read. What's something you tolerate because your kids enjoy it? Our nearly 14-year-old son has become a huge Journey fan. I hope he isn't listening. He's going about to rail on his kid a little bit here. Journey's okay. No, no, no. That's not what I was getting at. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? He, Justin, I hope he's not listening. Here we go. I'm a huge Journey fan thanks to MSU games we attended. I like the fact that he enjoys Journey, but now he will often be in his room upstairs and belt out their songs terribly off pitch. As someone who used a choral scholarship... To pay for my first two years of college, this makes my eye twitch. Anything similar? Your kids are too young. Yeah, for mine's too young. I mean, I think there are, there's always things with young kids that like you obviously wouldn't be doing if you didn't have young kids. Yeah, but there's nothing right now that I I'm just kind of I mean, tolerate. My kids don't like sports, so I mean I tolerate that. I don't know if that's something they enjoy. I don't think they enjoy not watching sports, but you see what I'm getting at. I don't I don't really have one. To be honest with you. Hope your kid's not listening though. Uh, let's see here. Jackson Waddell. Have y'all heard anything about King Ani? He, I thought he was supposed to be a fourth, but I haven't heard anything about him since he's, he signed. He really hasn't been healthy. He's been injured, but I don't expect anything from him. Doesn't seem point. like it. So, Micah Halfacre says, hearing Brandon Ruiz is planning on coming back to state next season. Well, I don't know where you're hearing that. I've heard the yeah, opposite. I've, I've <laughs> How big of an unsung hero has he been on this team? It's been very nice to see the ball kick through the end zone and field goals going through the uprights. Your thoughts? He's been really, been really good. good. He hasn't had a lot of opportunities, but the ones he's had, he's taken advantage of. Yep. Yep, and uh, can't complain with it. the only thing, and it's not Brandon Ruiz's fault. I mean, we see why he won the job. You do kind of feel bad a little bit for Jace Christman in his final year, yeah. after having a solid career himself. He just kind of fades away. That's the way it goes. Uh, Dalton Lee, what SEC coach would make the best Santa Claus and the worst Santa Claus? Orgeron's the fattest. I don't know, man. He looks like he's lost some weight. I was ta- looking at him the yeah, other day. Got a new girlfriend, uh, maybe so. So then, who would be a good Santa then? Where's Matt Luke when you need him? <laughs> He's in Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are we doing? Sam Pittman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ho, 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 yes, sir. sir. <laughs> yeah. Who's the worst Santa? Mullen. Mullen. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, half the kids are going to get what they want. Half the kids aren't. So, you know, we'll evaluate you down the road. Fit in. Stinks for you. Yeah. Uh, Strain a little harder next year. <laughs> I'm in trouble yeah. over here. Sheldon Nations wants See to know if, if we joined oh. him in turning down the Auburn head coaching job. Well, it's been filled since we since yeah. tweeted. I, I was sort of hoping it hadn't been because I would have told you that I, I would not turn down that job. I would take it as offered. And I, if I had to keep Kevin Still, that's fine. But I would have pulled a stone cold on him and be like, Kevin Stillson over there with his little 49% chump change. 
I got my 51% right here in my back pocket. <laughs> They're like, we're going to run this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to probably run this instead. Mm. So. I wonder how Brian Harson feels being like option six, seven. What are you talking about? Did you not read Adam Rittenberg's tweet? He said that he was the first choice. Oh, okay. High yeah. choice the whole time. Isn't it amazing how the guy you hire is always the first choice? Mm-hmm. Zach Slaughter. Why do more people not talk about Tim Allen killing Santa? I feel like everyone just kind of pushes that fact to the side in the Santa Claus. I've never seen the Santa Claus. You've so. never seen Santa Claus? No. Okay. So no. there, there's a popular flick that yes. I've actually seen that you haven't. I have so. not seen it, yeah. So does he kill Santa in that movie? Uh, if I'm honest with you, I haven't seen it in years, so I okay. can't really remember. All right. Although I say that, my kids were watching it the other day. I did not partake yeah. in, in the viewing of it. Okay. All right, what we got here? Brian McDuff. Aerodynamically, why does a piece of paper on the ground only blow away the second before you pick it up? I think God has fun with us sometimes, and that's one of his times. He's like, well, here he goes. Hey, y'all, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Oh! Well, <laughs> gust of wind. You're going to pick that up, huh? Appreciate appreciate you trying not to litter, but it's just going to have to go away now. <laughs> he also wants us to rank these Christmas songs. Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Christmas Eve in Sarajevo, Christmas in Hollis, the Temptations version of Silent Night, and John Denver and the Muppets' 12 Days of Christmas. What a random group. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the 12 Days of Christmas, no matter who sings That's the worst one, because it takes forever, forever. Forever. So it's fourth. And it really doesn't make just a ton of sense. Yeah, I mean, why am I getting a partridge? Why? And why is it in a pear tree? Why am I getting, you know, milkmaids of milking? What are they milking? Cows? Why can't I have the cows? I don't get the cows. Why are you getting a bunch of diamond rings? Why, yeah. I mean, golden rings. Them, golden yeah. rings. Yeah, you got one for each finger. Guess so, so I'm gonna say that's 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 fourth. Yes. Uh, Silent Nights are just a great song, and I've never heard the Temptations version of it, but they are a great group. So I'm gonna assume it's up there. I'm gonna put it number one without even hearing it. That's I'm good with that. We're gonna go Christmas and Hollis two, and Trans Siberian Orchestra three. I'm good with it. All right then. Uh, let's see here. Graham Yateman. If coaches receive performance-based incentives for bowl wins, championships, final ranking, why don't they receive a bonus for finishing in the top 25 of recruiting rankings? Is it simply because they want to get their guys? If you incentivize recruiting rankings, you're going to get cheating a lot worse than it already is. Yeah. Because let's just be honest here, <laughs> too. Me. A lot of times when it comes to recruiting, some of these sources are coaches, assistants, and Hey, why don't you bump this guy up so we can yeah, yeah, ranking up in our guy? That's the other uh, thing just, too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not subjective. It's you know. Yeah, you get into some murky, murky territory doing yeah, all you can't that. Do that. Yeah. Kurt, chances, percentages for the following MSU team advancement: MSU basketball to the NCAA tournament, ten percent. Like this year? Yeah. I might be slightly higher, like fifteen, but okay. not not much higher. Women's basketball to the final four. Uh, 33? 25. One out of four. Uh, baseball to Super Regionals. Ooh. Um, I've been to four straight. It's tough to say 50, but... It's better than a coin flip. Oh, yeah. yeah. You think So you think over 50. Yeah. Better than coin flips, yeah. over 50. I, I think so. Yeah, it, it's so a, it's at least 50. So good. He wants us to rank these pizza styles also, does Kurt. Chicago Deep Dish... Detroit Square Pizza, New York, and St. Louis Pizza. I had no idea there was St. Louis uh, I was going to ask you, what the heck is St. Louis Pizza? I don't know. New York Pizza is number one. 
I'm I'm with you. And then I, I, I'll be honest with you. I like deep dish. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing I don't like about deep. You dish. You can only eat one piece. Well, there's that, but to me, it's not visually appealing to have the sauce on top. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and there's a big part of eating that it just needs to look. It looks good. right. Yeah, it looks like you're eating a big bowl of tomato soup. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Steven wants to know, is it a shame a certain coach doesn't appear to be getting the job at Auburn? Because we can't say, instead of War Eagle, we could say War Eagle. Like, like... Uh, oh, I get it. Like, uh... I get it. Like Newton Cameron did back on the Eagles of War back in the day. <laughs> we miss old Newt Cameron and Hare Jordan. Those were good guys. Yeah. They they, they moved somewhere they, along they, with, with Todd Rollerson. Todd Rollerson and Roland Titerson. Yeah, they're gone now. So... Uh, Ryan Nelson, this is a really good question. How old do you think Danny Glover was in the Christmas movie, in the Christmas movie Lethal Weapon, when he said, I'm too old for this? Gosh, how old was he? Like in his 30s? I bet he was not deep into his 40s. So let's see here. Danny Glover Mm -hmm. is currently 74. So he was born in 1946. Same year as my mom. And then... Let's see here. When did it come out? Lethal Weapon. I think it came out in 87. So he'd been Lethal Weapon came out in... Why doesn't it just have that on the first page? I mean, for God's sake. <laughs> 1987. 41. He would have been 41. I'm too old for this. Shut up, Danny. <laughs> I mean, they made him look older. He's, it's funny. He's talking about retirement at 41. Remember that? Yeah. That's, that's like one of the things in the movie. He's, he's talking about retirement. Isn't so. it funny how the movie that some people most associate an actor or actress with mm-hmm. is totally off what other people would... Because Danny Glover, I don't know, is what would you most associate Lethal him Weapon. with? Lethal Weapon. Yeah. You see, while I would associate him with Lethal Weapon, what I would most associate him with is actually Angels in the Outfield, oh, come of on. all things. Because oh. I watched it <laughs> hundreds of times as a kid. Gosh. Yeah, Lethal Weapon is is the one for me there. What would be your ultimate wrestling memorabilia gift? Like for somebody, if I had to pick something for them to give to me? Yeah. If you could have one piece of memorabilia in your house. The big gold belt signed by Flair. That's that's a good one. That's the, I'm on the same sort of path with you. I want one of Flair's robes. Oh, yeah. I want like, especially like, if I could get like the old, uh, the pink one with purple lettering, that's probably the one I would want. But any of them would be fine. I would also the the big gold belt with the NWO spray paint signed by Hogan. Would that would cool. be cool too. Yeah, to have. Yeah, no question. Uh, who would have made a better '80s WWE superstar? Santa Claus, the Grinch, the Tooth Fairy, or the Easter Bunny? I thought about this because I, I read this question. I can see the Tooth Fairy having like a finishing move, like Doctor Britt Baker, like just pulling your mouth. Well, I mean, Tooth Fairy is probably going to look something like Isaac Yankum. Yeah, yeah, I'm going full heel on the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. That didn't work, though. No, it didn't. For the record. Well, I mean, a lot of those 80s characters didn't work. <laughs> I think um, Grinch could have some good heel qualities there. The Grinch, yeah. The Easter Bunny feels like a, a, a women's wrestler. Yeah. You know, and, and Vince would have played up the bunny idea. Yeah, we actually have the bunny in AEW. That's right, you so. do have the bunny, but she's a heel, so... Santa, I mean, Santa got got Stone Cold stunned one time, so he, he's not coming back in the WWE ring. Uh, let's see here. Alex Barham. Who will be the downfield threat in this offense next year? Well, I mean, Wally's a bit of one right now. Yeah, Heath uh, is up there. Tulu Griffin is probably one. 
but the, the it seems like the real answer would be Teddy Knox, right? He's the speed guy coming in. I mean, is it it's kind of tough to put that on a true freshman having been on campus yet, though, to to, to guess that. But it maybe is, so. But maybe so. At some point, when you recruit four and five star kids, you got to expect them to contribute early. You know, you just got to. Um, if you had to put these in order of which you'd prefer for your Christmas Eve meal to be, what would it be? Here we go. Steak, jambalaya, lasagna. Uh, steak's probably one. I think that's the order. I think it is the order. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm okay if you flip jambalaya uh, I'll, I'll lasagna. eat them all, but yeah. I really wouldn't mind it. Yeah, any of so. three is fine, but I'd steak one and then either of the others is fine. We got a, a Merry Christmas from Alex. Thanks, Merry Alex. Christmas, Merry Christmas Alex. to you, too. Yes. Alex, speaking of Alex, is Alexandra Watson. Hey, hey. My daughter and I are going to make Christmas cookies. I don't like sugar cookies, but what other cookies do you suggest? We're also making Oreo balls. I love Oreo balls. Um, I love good, I say this as somebody that doesn't eat a ton of desserts anymore, but I, I used to love good peanut butter cookies. Love it. Like, There's the thing about cookies. You can't really go wrong. You can't really go wrong. Outside of, you know, some like, you know, Oatmeal raisin. Yeah, I was going to say. Really be we're, 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 I like oatmeal raisin, but not like See, much. I'm not a big fan, especially when it's those kind that look like chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, and yeah. You don't I, know I don't want to be. Then, you, yeah. then you're surprised. My Jennifer makes the uh, oatmeal with dried cherries instead. So you get the little red in there. So you know yeah. you're good. I would suggest making just good old fashioned chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, you can Santa never loves go chocolate wrong chip. With that. I promise you that. You like macadamia nut? Love it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Alicia Thames. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Please tell me Errol Thompson is coming back in the fall. That will be a great Christmas present. We don't know, but I would be shocked. I would not shocked. guess on that. I would not guess I mean, on that. I mean, he would be back for a sixth year. It when, seems, seems unlikely. seems unlikely. Yeah, I, I won't say no until he says no, but if you made me guess, I'm not liking the chances of that. I agree. Wade Jones, our hey, good friend. Hey. If you offer someone a dish that has raw hamburger meat, yeah. It's not as bad as people make it out to be. Ugh. People are hesitant to try it. If you offer them sushi, they say, give me a dozen. Why is this? Uh, if you'd offered... if Let's just say someone had, someone. had offered sushi. Yeah. I, I, too, would have been very hesitant. I love sushi. I think the difference is because there hasn't been a hell, real big health risk associated with raw sushi, with raw fish. But with raw ground beef, there is one. So people... And people, you know, sushi is something you've seen people eat your whole life. You don't really go into the restaurant and see people just scarfing down raw hamburger meat. So, I get it. That said, anybody that would offer anybody free food is a heck of a man. Yeah. So, Gil Manclang, true, true story. Aside from our brethren to the north, what is the worst SEC fan base? My pick goes to Tennessee. At Davis Wade in 2012, some fans cursed, cussed my, at my wife, and a vol bro grabbed my cowbell. Not cool. Is this a real question? He, he doesn't know the answer? Doesn't seem like it. He doesn't know the answer to this question. Doesn't seem like it. Gil, I'm going to tell you the answer. It's three letters. (laughs) L-S-U. Except for baseball. No, it's still still the same. I I will say, I I really enjoyed my time talking to some LSU fans in the 2013 College World Series, mm-hmm. and they were they were rooting for State in the final. Like maybe it just maybe I just came into contact with the right LSU fans that that particular week. But yeah, um, but no, the, uh, LSU baseball fans, man, they're knowledgeable. They knew everybody they in State's bullpen. Like they they knew people on State's team that some State fans probably couldn't have told you was on the team. So, Rob Montgomery, what are the top three most impressive feats in MSU football program history? Here's a list off the top of my head: reaching number one SEC West title and eleven straight bowls with three different coaches. Well, I mean, the only thing left is the SEC title in 1941. 
what else could there possibly be? Beating, maybe snapping Alabama's winning streak? Maybe. You know, an 80? I mean, what else is there? There isn't anything. What's the most impressive of those three to you? The bowls. The number one thing is, a, is an outlier. I love that it happened, but it was an outlier. It seems unlikely to ever happen again. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. You know, eleven, the eleven bowls show that for the first time ever, the program, program is consistent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Where are we? Sean Brown. As a kid, Saturday mornings were for cartoons. What was your had to watch cartoon? What was your go to cereal? For him, it was Smurfs and Captain Crunchberries. Ah, uh, I can remember getting up and watching some Ninja Turtles okay. on Saturday mornings. Okay. Uh, and what was your cereal of choice? trying to remember i don't know that know that i always went to cereal you know my, my mom you know she she's well, saturday that. morning sunday morning was our big breakfast day uh i've always kind of been a big pop tart fan i may have ate more pop tarts okay. than, than cereal i am a captain crunch man myself my go-to cartoon was the super friends couldn't miss that uh let's see here i've always been a big this is basic but frosted flakes has been one of my favorite cereals Still, oh, I love I love Frosted Flakes. It's great. Till they get soggy. Well, yeah. Well, I don't have that problem. You don't put milk. I don't put yeah. milk. Yeah. Uh, Walking Bully. My favorite current coach to watch y'all interview is Arnett. I thought it would be Leach. Who are your favorites to ask questions to in their respective pressers? Do any of them intimidate you? None of the coaches intimidate me. They don't me either. Yeah, I, when I first started on the beat and first was really getting used to and by first, I mean yeah. like back in 2009, like yeah. my first time ever to do this yeah, kind yeah. of thing, it was a little bit intimidating. My but, first but year, now, I, I don't think I asked Mullen a question like the first year. And then after that, I, I got just, this is why I'm here. Yeah, so. I, I never get intimidated. There are some times that I spend trying to make sure that I word it the yeah. way that it doesn't come out where either I'm right, an right, idiot right. or right. that the no, coach no, thinks I'm sense. trying to right, right, right. bombard him or whatever. Like, there, right. There's some of that. But Who's your favorite? My favorite, uh, tell you somebody that I've really liked on the staff, Steve Spurrier Jr. Yeah, he's great. Well, that's not surprising, though. Yeah, it comes yeah. about honest. Yeah, the, the genetics. He's genetically strong in that, so for sure. Uh, am I doing the Christmas party? No. I mean, no. I'm not going to invite 50 people into my house. Uh, this time of year. Is it true that Moorhead was invited and came? Yes, it is. Yep. He and Jake Mangum came last year, too. Uh, let's see here. Uncle Ruckus. First off, he wants to let us know that Todger's sister's name is Tennifer. <laughs> T-Y-N-N-Y-F-E-R. <laughs> I'll buy it. Tennifer Strunk. Todger and Tennifer. I could totally see it. All right. Brian, how did I find out that Santa wasn't real? Uh, uh, um, what? Um, what? What? Yeah. Uncle Ruckus, are you just stupid? Yeah, this is why he's the worst person ever. Why are you spreading lies about Santa Claus like this? Santa Claus is real. Uh, otherwise, how did the presents get there, dummy? Where are we here? What's more toxic? Flipping a kid or just to drop them or retreating a video of a rival's player performing poorly and laughing at him? They're both equally toxic, in my opinion. They're pretty toxic. Yeah, no I feel like the, the, the what happened to Pounders is worse. I mean, a tweet is a tweet. Who cares? And I thought that uh, uh, Emerson got back at him. But the Pounders thing, I mean, he would be at Mississippi State. He would be playing at an SEC in the school. SEC. Except that Ole Miss decided to have a little fun. And, I mean, th- th- there is some level of 
responsibility for Pounders. Yeah, too. yeah. It, you gotta, you gotta he's, be smarter. He's not, a, he's, not a, he's not completely innocent here, but still, that was them taking advantage of a kid. Yeah, I agree. What are your top three non-Godfather gangster films? Do you have any? Yeah, this is all you. Goodfellas is number one. Um, he's got Casino on there. That's a really good one. Um, does Scarface count? I, I think Scarface would be on the list. It's a gangster film. Um, is there anyone that I'm, I'm missing here? I guess that's, 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 that's a good three. Let's see here. Where are we here? Still, still going here. We're into the part here. We're just all right. Glenn Duncan wants to know what Santa's bringing us. Got anything? Uh, he says, "I hope, I assume y'all are getting more than the lump of coal y'all deserve." <laughs> wow, Glenn, what do we ever do to you? I don't know what I'm getting. No, I, don't uh, I, I didn't ask for a single thing, but I do know there's some stuff under there that my my beautiful bride has already wrapped yeah. for old old Joel. Santa, Santa so. always hits me. You know, being old, once you get older, you don't get the same presents. But he always hits me up in the stocking. So there'll be some some candies and some probably some socks in there. Socks are the things that you know as a kid you're like ah socks and now I'm just like socks yeah yes new socks so excited. Uh, Anthony Wynn, is there a freshman or sophomore that didn't play much this year that will start or make a significant contribution next year? I think Tulu Griffin is the top of that list. Uh yeah, but he played some obviously. Well, he said didn't play much. Didn't play much. Okay, I think Rufus is gonna be Rufus heard Harvey from. is probably a good choice. Uh, I don't know if he's a sophomore or not. Caleb Ducking is another guy that you might see next year. Uh, I'm trying to think defensively. DeCamry and Richardson maybe is a guy you'll see a little bit more of next year. Going to be opportunities yeah. for him, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Ford Polk wants to know, uh, is the chess pass legal in the Dr. Pepper tuition toss? It is, but it shouldn't be. I'm a, I'm a, I, I, I can't believe they just let them do that. You should have to throw the football. It needs to be an overhand throw. Yeah, I agree. Uh... What's an obscure bowl that you'd like to go to? Is Las Vegas Bowl obscure? <laughs> I mean, is it, is it? I don't know. The the Aloha Bowl? I don't know where they're playing that next year because they're, they're shutting oh, down. I'll tell you what my answer is. Go ahead. Pinstripe Bowl. The one in Yankee Stadium. Okay, that's, a, that's an interesting one. New York City at and, and Christmas time? Yeah. That'd be fun. I agree. I like that. Uh, Jonathan, why do our fans complain about the uniforms? I would not care if they showed up with fuchsia pants on and yellow ribbons in their hair as long as they won. Well, I mean, that's you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get that. I've always said, as long as they win, I don't know why anybody cares what they wear kind of thing. Cause, like, they, you do they, want to keep... You do have traditions. You talk about maroon and white. You chant maroon yeah, and white before the game. You want to keep... But my them. example for this may forever be the 2013 Egg Bowl. Mm-hmm. I hated those uniforms. But they won. And then they won, and now you look back on them and like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But also... Those uniforms, yeah, the gold helmets are different, but there was still a good bit of maroon in there, you know, as opposed to like what Jonathan's saying. I mean, they came out with fuchsia pants and yellow ribbons. People would be like, "What?" Like, I'm not, I'm not even cheering for Mississippi State at that point. So, but if they did that and they beat Ole Miss, well, then there you then go. You'd they, be you'd be in that auction trying to get some of those no, game worn jerseys. You're or not something. wrong. So, and guess what? That's that. All right, that's it. That's it. Huh? We got through it, unless I just missed some. I don't think I did. No, we're good. Okay. All right. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Joel and I will be back with you on Thursday, and that will be our last podcast of the week as we go into the Christmas season. Christmas time. It's finally finally here, Daddy. (laughs) For for Joel T. Coleman, if you will. Woo! 
I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.